Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Hello, fellow Disney enthusiasts, and welcome to the My Mickey Podcast. My name is Bridget, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Nicole. Today, we will be doing a deep dive into two iconic Disney destinations. Whether you are an East Coast explorer or a West Coast wanderer, we are here to help you navigate the thrilling attractions and uncover the secrets that set Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort apart. So grab your Mickey ears, fasten your seatbelts, and let the magic unfold as we journey through the realm of Walt Disney World versus Disneyland. But, you know, maybe I shouldn't say Walt Disney World versus Disneyland. This is mostly just the comparison of the two so that families can know what to look forward to at each destination. Yes, I was going to say both are great. Both are great. And both have, I think, different unique experiences. Mm -hmm. And some have some benefits that others may not have. Yes, I agree. Do you want to start at Disney World? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're we're on the East Coast, so it's yep. just a lot easier for us to get to Disney World um, than Disneyland. But I wish I wish we were somewhere central because then I feel like I truly would divide my time up. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you're heading to Walt Disney World, I, I think what people don't necessarily understand is you're trying to navigate a resort that's the size of San Francisco, <laughs> and to like put things into perspective, yep. like all of Disneyland can fit in the Magic Kingdom parking lot. So when you're, when you're thinking about the different sizes, you know, mm -hmm. obviously if you're heading to Florida, you have four immersive parks. You have Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, mm -hmm. and more than two dozen resorts on site to choose from. So there's a, there is a lot happening in Florida. Yeah. I think a lot of people wonder how many days to dedicate to a Walt Disney World vacation. Typically, I would say one uh, full park day per park. I think you could spend an entire day at each of the parks. I, I don't feel as much of a pressure to have a park hopper at Disney World because I feel like that you can spend your whole day there, particularly for, for a family that might be there on a first visit. I would yeah. not feel um, the, the pressure to do a park hopper to do multiple parks because I think you can do um, spend the whole day in one of those parks because they're so large. And one thing I love and I feel like we need is a rest day built in, mm. you know, for doing, you know, I always think like the standard is your seven day, six nights. So you have your two travel days, five full days mm -hmm. with a, with a rest day in between, because yeah. you are, you, you know, my, my favorite thing is to check the Apple watch and see how many steps. Oh gosh. A lot. Cause I feel like that negates all the snacks that I eat. And I was like, <laughs> I took 27,000 steps today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I walked 30,000 steps. I'll have another Mickey bar. Yes. Those cheeseburger spring rolls just mm, came right off. So good. So good. But yeah, th I mean, this is a large complex. People talk about the Disney bubble that very much exists at Disney World. You are inside a bubble once you get onto that property. And really, once you get onto Disney property, there isn't much reason to leave. You've got a lot of great resort options that are on site, over two dozen. We've got value, moderate, deluxe, and deluxe villa resorts. So honestly, there's something for every budget and every size family. And one thing that I really like about those four parks is they each offer something different. Mm. So I feel like you can't say, well, I can go to Magic Kingdom and that will suffice 
and I don't need to go to Epcot. Yeah. If you, if you have frozen fans, the only place you're going to have that meet and greet with Anna and Elsa is at Epcot. Yeah. So you're going to put that on your list. But I think each offers something completely unique mm-hmm. and it gives you a different experience. So you don't feel like any day is a copy and paste of the previous day that you had. Yep. And I think that that's a testament to what they have done at Disney World and the creation of these four parks is it gives you four completely different immersive experiences. And there really is something for everyone. And now if we want to compare that, you know, to Disneyland, Mm -hmm. two parks, you have Disneyland Park and California Adventure. Yep. And smaller in scale. So that's the other thing. A lot of times people will walk into the Magic Kingdom. They'll see Cinderella's Castle. It's enormous. And then they go to Disneyland Park for the first time and they see Sleeping Beauty's Castle and they're like, oh, it's so cute. It's so small. <laughs> it is a, a mini version. It's a mini version. Yeah, it, it is. It is significantly smaller. The um, The size of it. It's just it's a smaller place. You know, but I think for families, you know, if you have the option to pick world or mm-hmm. land, and you're looking for something that's easier to maneuver and mm-hmm. easier to get around yep. and something that seems less threatening, Disneyland is it. Yeah, it's very walkable. You know, sometimes people who are not familiar with a Disney World, um, they they might not realize these parks are not next to each other you will be factoring in some form of transportation in between the parks. Let's say if you do a a park hopper, um, they are not located next to one another. So keep that in mind when you are considering park hopping or where you might be staying for your accommodations is you'll need to know in advance kind of where, um, where everything's located because it's just so large in comparison to Disneyland where you've got literally Disneyland park on one side and then you walk a minute and then there's DCA, you've got California adventure park and it's right there. And so that's a great um, location. I think to consider a park hopper. I remember the first time, because obviously we did Disney world many times before we did Disneyland. And I just remember standing sort of in that plaza area and looking to the right and seeing Disneyland and looking to the left and seeing California adventure. And I was like, what is this? I was like, I could run back and forth from each park right now. And it would take me 30 seconds. It was, was, I very much appreciated that. Yeah. When you go to the vastness, from the vastness of of Disney World to to Disneyland, it's definitely a comparison. Um, But, you know, Bridget, just getting back to the resort options, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, you know, for me, what makes Disney so special, I always say, where I stay, my resort is just as much a part of the experience as the parks. And one thing I love about Disney World is that you are immersed in the theming and they have more than two dozen resorts. And I would say a theming that fits every family's personality Mm -hmm. and hopefully budget. Yeah. Um, So I feel like there really is something for everybody at these resorts. And sometimes it can feel overwhelming, but I always say like, you know, I, I just think about how do we like to vacation? You know, being from New England, there's no shock that Yacht and Beach are our favorite. Oh, we go yeah. to the New England. You know, we like to be away from home, but we still like those touches of home. So yeah. having the New England themed uh, resorts is always, I feel like that always feels like home to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when we go from two do- over two dozen resorts at Disney World to three 
at (laughs) Disneyland, I mean, that's, that's a significant difference. So for, for our friends that maybe haven't looked into a Disneyland vacation, there are three resorts that are considered on property, uh, the Grand Californian, the Disneyland hotel, and then we have Paradise Pier, which is being rethemed into Pixar. Um, so hopefully that'll be completed sometime in the near future, but those are the only three that are on property. What I like about them is they're all super walkable to the parks and um, the Grand Californian has an awesome back entrance into California Adventure Park, which is great. Um, But I think when you look at Disneyland, a lot of families can also lean into their good neighbor hotel options. So the last time we were there, we stayed at the Westin and it's a beautiful hotel and it was like a 10 minute walk to downtown Disney. Um, because we're DVC members, when we go, we stay at the Grand Californian. Yeah. But as you mentioned, you know, when we were there and the kiddos were in strollers, if they're asleep, being able to keep them in the stroller and not having to, you know, fold up the stroller, get onto a bus to get to the resort, you're just walking back and walking through that back entrance Yeah, is amazing. It's so nice. And I think that's another difference between Disneyland and Disney World is Disneyland is a bubble it is totally immersive. When you drive through the the gates or the arch that's there that says Walt Disney World, um, you are in it. And Disneyland, on the other hand, is located in Anaheim. And so you've got regular things around the, the park area. And so you're going to have your Hilton's, your Marriott's, you're going to have McDonald's, you're going to have other things that are very walkable to the parks, but it's just a little bit different of an experience. The first time we ever went, um, it was just a long travel day. And it was the first time the kids had gone from the East Coast to West Coast. And I just remember I was like, oh, my God, we can go walk to an IHOP right now. Like I wasn't, you know, I'm not used to seeing anything that wasn't Disney related. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when you're hungry, IHOP is like the best thing ever. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's all right. So so it's just, you know, it it just depends on what you're familiar with. And I feel like. Sometimes guests that are familiar with Disneyland and go to Disney World kind of have like that shocked, overwhelming feel. Mm-hmm. And then when you go from Disney World to Disneyland, it's kind of like, oh, I can do this. This yeah. is much smaller. Like, this is not what I expected. Yeah. When we look at the location, though, of Disney World um, in Orlando, you have so many other attractions that are in close proximity. And so that's attractive to a lot of families. So you might have Universal Studios, SeaWorld. A cruise out of Port Canaveral or honestly, even the beach. Our favorite is Anna Maria Island. It's about two hours from uh, Orlando and you've got blue waters and fluffy white sand and it's all right there. One thing that I will say that I love about Disneyland compared to Disney World, to me, it seems a little bit more organic. Um, I love being able to see the characters just walk around. Yeah. Um, You know, but I'm also the type of person that knows, like, if there's someone we want to meet, I like knowing in Disney World that there are set meet and greet times and I know where to find them. But I do love that the characters are sort of just wandering in Disneyland. And then we have found our personal experience has been with those interactions that they really do stop and interact and chat with the kids for a bit. Right. Yeah, I love the unexpected, but I'm also a very planned individual. (laughs) So (laughs) I, I totally understand that. And there, there is a little bit of overlap with some of the same attractions 
at Disney World and Disneyland. But what I will say is they're still different. So Haunted Mansion at Disneyland is a different experience than it is at Disney World. Pirates of the Caribbean, Small World, like, yes, we have those at Disney World, but they're just different at Disneyland. My favorite, my absolute favorite that I wish was still at Disney World and is not is Toontown. Mm. My kids could play in Toontown for hours and they're having the best time of their life. So I don't really, you know, I always say so long as they're having fun, I don't care what we're doing. Yeah. Um, But they could stay and play in Toontown forever. And I desperately miss that from Walt Disney World. It's funny that you bring that up because my daughter, who is almost 10, she turns 10 in a few days. um, She just started binge watching Full House. Oh, the old full house. And you remember the episode where they go to Disney World and the little twins. So Jesse and Aunt Becky's uh, twins, they go to Toontown and I'm sitting there saying to Cora, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I remember Toontown. And it was such a fun thing that they had. But that's funny. We just saw that on um, a rerun of Full House. (laughs) I love I love that episode. It's so good. It is so good. I know. Uh, the other, th- oh, go ahead. I was just going to mention, I like Small World at Disneyland. It seems so grand. The yeah. facade of it is just, it seems so big. It's just a big deal there. Your boat goes outside. It's a completely different experience than what we get. I love Disney World's version, but uh, Small World's definitely more over the top at Disneyland. And they do different things, too, around the holidays. Like the overlays are different at both, you know, during the Halloween season and during the holiday season. Yeah. Which I, you know, I appreciate and I like, but then I always have FOMO. Like if I know we're going to Florida and I think that's great. And then I see the Oogie Boogie Bash at Disneyland and I'm like, well, why are we not in California? Yeah. With Haunted Mansion, I, so I know a lot of people, my friend Amy, Haunted Mansion is her kids. It's her, it's their favorite thing. I, I'm okay. It's okay. But when you do the nightmare before Christmas overlay on Haunted Mansion, that's where you got me. And I love that at Disneyland. And so if you go during the, the Halloween and then into the Christmas season, they still have that. And so that's my favorite version of it. But yeah, there's something every, and then Disneyland has some things that um, Disney World it just doesn't have. So we've got Cars Land, we've got Avengers Campus, um, Pixar Pier area. So there's just a lot of different things that people can look forward to and coming to the West Coast as well. My favorite is their nighttime show, World of Color. Oh, it's so we good. did the dessert package. Yeah. So you have like the little tabletop, so you have a nice clear view. Yeah. That was one of my that was one of my favorite moments from one of our last trips there was being able to do that dining package. I just thought world of color was just so phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Disneyland has the advantage of compactness, the size, the layout it's walkable between. I know that you had mentioned earlier, it's typically advantageous for families when they're going to Disney world to consider seven days, six nights, but at Disney 
land, I don't think you need that many days. And so you could definitely tack on some of the awesome Southern California attractions like Universal Studios Hollywood, Knoxbury Farms, and then all of the other awesome California adventures that they've got out there too. I know we're not supposed to do a compare and contrast, but I will say Genie Plus works infinitely better at Disneyland. Disneyland. Yes, it does. It really just does. And I don't know. And it's a little bit different. So, Mm -hmm. you know, at Disney World, you can make your first selection at 7 a.m. Regardless, you could be boarding a plane. You could be in your resort hotel. You could be walking to get to early hours and you can make that first selection. Disneyland, you can't make your first selection until you're in the park. I don't know if that's what the difference is. If they just sort of have more local traffic and it's people who aren't looking to book Genie or they don't have as many. You know, I I feel like Disney World does have more attractions that are available with with Mm -hmm. Genie Plus, but it seems to just work better yeah, in Disneyland. I agree. I will say it, it, it is kind of a bummer that Fantasyland is omitted from Genie oh, yeah. Plus at Disneyland. And so like, I'm still running to Peter Pan, you know, to try to, to try right. to get that in. Um, but yeah, we, ex- that was our experience as well. It was like a smoother, a smoother thing. I don't know. Um, one thing, and this was years ago, so I know that they've updated it now, but you know, for me, I'm so used to being on the, my Disney experience app and everything just being so technologically forward at Disney world. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were just waiting in line, waiting for people to get in at Disneyland. I'm like, what are they doing? I'm like, do they have paper tickets? I was like, are they scant? Like, where's the magic bands? Yeah. And now I know Disneyland has that, but you know, for the longest time, I feel like Disney world really had the advantage for anyone who's you know, used to using their phone and used to getting in. And if you're like me, super impatient and just need everything to happen now. Yeah. Like they had a much more laid back attitude about that in California. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. It's interesting that they have magic bands now. And so that hopefully has sped up the, to get the getting into the park process, but yeah, still paper tickets. Definitely. One thing I will mention, um, I know that we've, on this program, we've, t- we talk a lot about food, but I will say that I feel like the food at Disneyland is incredible. Tons of great food, lots of great snacks. I really don't feel pressured to do a table service meal at Disneyland because I feel like they have so many great quick service and snack options at, at Disneyland. Our favorite was, I mean, it was a character meal, but we loved our breakfast at Plaza Inn just because I felt like they had so many unique characters that we don't normally see. Who was that yours? So we had the fairy godmother, Captain Hook, Peter Pan, um, Tigger, who was there? And then, you know, some of the staples we had Mickey and Minnie. Um, But, you know, the kids, the kids had a blast Mm -hmm. because they don't, you know, it's unless you're at those holiday events. I mean, I know Peter Pan is now yeah. more out though in Fantasyland and Disney World, uh, but certainly not Captain Hook yeah. running around. So those, you know, that was just sort of nice that we had that experience with mm-hmm. them at our tables. I like eating in Cars Land. I like the cozy oh, cone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like the mac and cheese in the cone. I will say there's nothing better than seeing the neon lit up in Cars yeah. Land at think, night. Yeah. If you have any Cars fans and you're there in the park once mm-hmm. the sun sets, seeing that neon lit up along Route 66 awesome. is phenomenal. Yeah. So I, I think that 
comparing and contrasting the two, of course, Dis- uh, Disney World is large. You can do a large family vacation, long, lengthwise. Disneyland, you could make it a little bit smaller, but there's something at each of these locations that's going to be perfect for families. Um, you just have to decide what's best for you and do both. You know, hit one and then switch over to the other and then do your own comparison. I know you had mentioned Port Canaveral in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Um, but too, if you're doing Anaheim, you know, don't forget that you have the port out of San Diego. Yep. So you could always, you could still do a land and sea. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you just did that recently. I Well, we did the sea part. Yeah. I should have added the, had I planned better, we would have added the land <laughs> next, next time. Just another reason yeah, to go back. Exactly. Believe you me, I kept, I was like, how long would it take if we just went down for the day yeah. and the family quickly put the kibosh on that. They're like, no way. Fine. It's like, fine. All right. Well, we hope that today's breakdown of the differences between Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort have you prepared for an upcoming visit. And as always, be sure to reach out to our dream designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel if you're ready to plan an upcoming adventure. Of course, they have all of the tips and insider secrets to enhance your Disney experience wherever it may take you. And as always, from both Bridget and myself, we want to thank you for joining us and we'll see you real soon.